no, you don't see me running around the church and I'm not jumping and shouting and I'm not scooting backwards and I'm not slobbing all of that and I'm that person that's sitting in the congregation while everybody else is shouting and I'm looking like I can't hardly make it. But just give me seven minutes. Oh my God, because I'm dead, but I'm not dead. Oh, but I love It watches. This means that a dead body can be trapped in a state of consciousness, even if the brain is still functioning for a short time. Listen, this means that a person may even hear doctors announce their death. Watch this, watch this. Announce their death, essentially trapping their body and brain function in their body. So, ooh. Sometimes you just got to just shut stuff down. Sometimes you just got to just shut yourself away. And this is, why, this, is, this is why I try my best to guard my Sabbaths because you get to the point I can't hear any more falsities and not just falsities about yourself, but falsities about other people. Have you ever just sat around and just watch people and they, and, and they start talking and you just be looking at them shaking your head like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you, are you serious? And like, watch this. And like Jeremiah, I just have to pick up a burden that says, oh my God, I'm grieving. I'm grieving because you believe that. Oh God, I'm grieving because you believe that. And the biggest part of the grief is that you haven't been given anything else to believe, so you're stuck. Oh my God, if God don't get us out. See, that becomes a miracle of prayer. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. That becomes the miracle of being an individual that has been called and assigned to come into the presence of God in prayer. Because watch this, because what happens is it is the job of the Father, God, I love you, Jesus, to erase the falsities, to get rid of them while I'm in his presence. He is turning the search light on and anything that is in me that is attacking me that I'm not aware of, any lie that has formed itself to look like the truth and sound like the truth, it is the job of the Spirit of God to expose that thing. But I have to be in the presence long enough. And I can't just be in his presence. Well, my mama used to call it a begging Jenny. I said, Mom, what, what is a begging Jenny? Just somebody begging all the time. Can I have some cake and can I have some cookies and can I have some candy? And, and you know, I, 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 I was raised up in Chicago on, on, on the west side and, you know, kind of, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, up, up in that hood. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, I was raised by, by the kind of mother that, that would wake you up and get you dressed and put your clothes on you and comb your hair and put all your little stuff on you, your little ribbons and stuff, and, 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 and give, you, give you some breakfast and, 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 and then send you outside. And I was raised by, because at that time, my, my mother wasn't, wasn't a, a prayer warrior like she turned out to be that many of you know her to be. But my mother and my aunt were stuck on that, on that series, Dark Shadows. Good Lord have mercy. And my mother, my mother would get us dressed and put us outside and say, and don't come back to this door. Don't, 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 don't come back to this door for nothing. 
And you hear you out, knock on the door, mama, the ice cream man, not there, not there, not there. and then she did, go sit down for, literally, because back then, they, you know, the, the black parents talk to you like that. Go sit down before I knock your head off. You'd be like, I ain't gonna get knocked off. I'm gonna go sit down. I just want some ice cream. My son, I wanted some ice And stop all that whining out there. And you just started, you know, going through all these changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was raised like that. I was raised like that. And so here, my mother is interested in something else. And I'm just begging and begging and begging and begging. And that's when she called you begging Jenny, and then you start crying because everybody in the house is that mom has called you a begging Jenny. I ain't no begging Jimmy. I just wanted some ice cream. I didn't. You know, no, you can't be that person in prayer. You can't become the begging Jenny in prayer. God, give me a bike. God, give me some ice cream. God, pay my light bill. God, my gas bill. And, and God, my foot and, and my toe and, and, and my back. And see right here. You, have you ever seen those kind of kids? As soon as they get this guy, right here. And you, you trying to find what they're looking at. It's right here and it's burning. And you say, well, go, go get me a Band-Aid. And then you put a little Band-Aid on, they walk around holding their arm like they done just broke their wrist. And it's just a little bit of scratch. We can't be those kind of people in prayer. No, we have to be the people that come in to the presence of God, sticking our head into the presence and asking God, change my mind. Lord have mercy, change my mind, do something with my mind. I can tell that I am living under falsities because I don't see the manifestation of the promises that you said I could have. Something, there's something false, there's a lie that is stuck in my spirit. And it's taking over. There's an interceptor in me. There's something in me that is blocking this. And I came in prayer for you to find the lie. Lord, I feel God right now. I, I don't know if this is blessing you. And I said this to the people the other day. I said the reason why the spirit of God is necessary because the Bible said that the spirit of the Lord would lead you and guide you into all truth. And that's how I know that, 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 that some of us do not have the spirit yet. And we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because the spirit of God will call that thing a lie that you have embraced for years as your truth. Mm -hmm, because I hear that a lot. Well, no, 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 this is my truth. Ain't nobody going to tell me nothing about my truth. Well, well, do you want your truth or do you want the truth of God? Because if you want the truth of God, then the, the spirit of the Lord is here. The spirit of the Lord is nigh. And he's attending to you to cut the lie out of you. Somebody need to say something right there because I'm telling you this thing, this thing is real. He said, therefore rejecting all falsity and being done now, being done now. There's a reason why, Ronda, he said now, being done now, not later, right now. Those of you that are watching by television or Facebook, be done with it now. Be done with every lie. The minute you confess, I am done with lies then every lying spirit that have attached itself to your life will begin to manifest. And you'll be looking at people like, okay, I, I, I didn't even know that's how you was. Or I didn't even know that this right here was the way that it was. Because when you, watch this, Mother Boyd, Mother Stella Boyd, bless her heart, she's going to be with the Lord. My spiritual mother, she used to say all the time, if you don't want the truth, then God will push you further into your lie. 
Ooh, because the Bible said that. Yes, yes, Lord. The Bible said that when they did not want the truth, the Lord sent a lion spirit. Ooh, my God. And the job of the lion spirit is not to look like something that is harsh. The job of the lion spirit is to bring a spirit of contentment on you while you are on your way to a devil's hell. Come on, somebody. The job of the spirit of the lie is to make you comfortable with the falsity that you call your truth. And then it'll tell you, well, this is where I am right now. And, 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 and I just have to be where I am. And I just, have to, I just have to do me. No, we have to do God. Are you hearing? You have to do God. Because we still see your old character. This is why, this is why we are on strike right now. And he said, let everyone express the truth with his neighbor. Express the truth with his neighbor. If you don't have a neighbor that can express the truth with you, then you got an enemy that you are called friend, which makes it your frenemy. That's what you have. If you don't have people around you that can speak truth to you and tell you, no, that's not right. No, that don't look right. No, you didn't say that right. No, the Lord is not pleased with that. No, I can tell you not praying. No, mm -mm, you look empty. As the old people used to say, you look gray. You done lost your color. They'll meet you in the bathroom and say, baby, where you been this week? Because mother looking at your face and you look a little gray. You, and, th and then they'll look at you and say, baby, you done lost your glow. And you look it out in the mirror like, what, what, what glow? I, I, I didn't know I had a glow. But the true saints of God can tell when the life of the Lord is leaving, oh my God, is leaving you. That's what you need around you. You need people around you that can protect you, that can look at you. People that pray and that are intercessors, that live in a realm in God, that when they look at you, they are able to look you square in your face and say to you, I see the life of the Lord leaving you. I know you jumping and shouting, but I see the life of the Lord departing from you. My God, my God, my God, people. Woo! Jesus, help us today. Watch this, watch this. I, I read something today that's going to bless us. Yeah, I got I, I, I to go to it. it, 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 it it's, it's here it says, let everyone express the truth with his neighbor. Let everyone express the truth with his neighbor. Listen, for we are all parts of one body and members of one another. Let me show you something that I read today. That, that it, it just, it, 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 fell, it fell in my lap. I, I, really wasn't, I really wasn't even looking for this. I wasn't looking for it. I was, I was looking up something else, people, and um, I end up, you know how something pops up, and, and you go, well, what is this? And it, and it popped up, and I, and I had to stop and pause and see what, uh, what this person was saying. Can you, can, can, can you just hear this? Hear this today. This is going to bless you, I promise, I promise, I promise. It says that there is a new study suggest, there is a new study suggests that a person's consciousness a person's consciousness, son, listen to this. This is going to bless you. This is going to bless you, son. It says there's a new study that suggests that a person's consciousness can continue to work even after their heart has stopped beating and their body's movement has failed. That's, now, that's, that's commendable, but watch this. 
In the real world, Dr. Parnia said, the return ticket from death often includes newly acquired cerebral superpowers, which often offer a new perspective on life. Oh, my What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? Though we were dead to trespasses and sins, watch this, when we are brought back from the dead, we come back from the life of the dead and receive a brand new cerebral supernatural power which gives us a brand new perspective on life. Why are you running from the word saved? Why are you still trying to go to the club and still say I'm saved? Oh, y'all, this, this, this is the real gospel. Why nothing about your character change and you become offended when somebody point out sin to you? Oh, come on, saints. Because you didn't grab the grace pole. As if you can't frustrate God. Are you hearing this? He's trying to revive you again. He's trying to, to, to give you a new birth. Oh, my God. Because watch this. You're born in sin, shaped in iniquity, which means you are a part of the congregation of the dead. Lord have mercy. So when God sends his spirit to rescue you and save you and deliver you, he's trying to give you a brand new cerebral system. He's trying to make sure that all the functionalities of your brain is functioning at its highest level because all of it now is supernatural. Are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Listen to this. Listen to this. This thing, this thing, this thing took me out. It says the study shows that cardiac arrest survivors are able to die again while they are dead. No, 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 no. Did y'all hear that? Did, did, listen, listen, listen. Did somebody hear that? That, 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 that listen, it says that, that, that cardiac arrest survivors are able to die again while they are dead. Meaning, they are hearing the doctors who are trying to save them and can listen to their conversations while they are dead. While they are dead, Lord Jesus, while they are dead, but not dead. Y'all. They are dead to the first death. But they're not dead to the world yet. But the doctor can pronounce them dead. Oh my God. When, when the doctor sees that the functionality is gone, yet the brain is still alive, waiting for the cardiac arrest person, second death. So when the enemy attacks you, oh my God, and he gives a blow to your heart and you think it's going to kill you, you're dead, but you're not dead. Woo, Jesus, I want to run around this place right now. You're dead, but you're not dead. And it says here, and they can still listen to conversations, and this is the reason why. When you are going through a trial, and you're going through something, when it looked like the enemy has shot a blow to your heart, and you feel like you're dead, you can't have people around you talking crazy. Because even though I'm dead, I can hear. I can still hear. 
I can hear y'all saying, she ain't going to make it, honey. I, his life is over with. I, they might as well just go and give it up. And I, listen, they trying to hold on to something, but it's just obvious that everything is gone. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. I'm dead. You know, I've been attacked. I've had a heart attack. I've had a heart attack, but I'm still alive in here. I'm not in my second death yet. Ooh, are y'all hearing this? Are y'all hearing this? This is for heart attack patients. Not for every disease, but heart attack patients. Watch this, watch this, watch this. And, and then after they listen to their conversations, then they die again to the world itself. Watch this, watch this. They die again to the world itself, but they got seven minutes to come back because they're not all the way gone. Y'all, I feel like running right now. You need to just tell somebody that's watching, just give me seven minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm going through something right now, and I'm dealing with some stuff right now, but I just need seven minutes. And li listen, li li no, 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 you don't see me running around the church, and I'm not jumping and shouting, and I'm not scooting backwards, and I'm not slobbing all of that, and I'm that person that's sitting in the congregation while everybody else is shouting, and I'm looking like I can't hardly make it, but just give me seven minutes. Oh, my God, because I'm dead, but I'm not dead. Oh, but I love It watches. This means that a dead body can be trapped in a state of consciousness, even if the brain is still functioning for a short time. Listen, this means that a person may even hear doctors announce their death. Watch this. Watch this. Announce their death, essentially trapping their body and brain function in their body. So, ooh, so when I'm going through and I'm around somebody that, 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 that speaks of my situation as if it, nothing else can happen for me, I get trapped in a body. My life is trapped in a state. Oh my God. Because I have been pronounced dead, there is nobody there to help me out of that state. Are y'all hearing me? This is why intercessory prayer friends are important. Oh God, they are important because I say it all the time. The person that catches you in the conception of your trial will determine how you come out of it. Phew. Phew. I'm dead, but not dead. Dead, but I can still hear. Dead, but my hearing. Now, now, now I understand. I'm dead, but I'm not dead. I can still hear. If I can hear you pronounce my death, I can hear you declare that I shall live and not die. Thank you, Jesus. God, I feel this. And watch this. It says, and even more shocking is that there is a medical evidence that the deceased may even be declared dead by doctors, and then the cardiac arrest survivor can return to life while they are dead. They can come back to life while they are dead. You, Lou, God, did you hear that? They can come back to life while they are dead. While they are dead. And this is why I must today Speak to your spirit about the falsities, about hanging with delusional people, about finding and hooking up with delusional company, people that live in lies like you so that they can make you more comfortable about your lie. And you can look at them and say, well, at least I'm not like them. At least that's not what I'm doing.
Are you listening tonight? Are you listening today? Good Lord have mercy. No, no, no. What we need in this hour in prayer is spiritual intercessors that know how to use defibrillators. My God. That know how to use defibrillators. That know how to bring the dead back to life. That know how to cut the lies out of a person with the word of God. Because that's what we need. We need open heart surgery. Go We need open heart surgery. We need somebody that know how to jumpstart our heart. Somebody just ask the Lord right where you are. Thank you for tuning in today. And I pray that the word of the Lord today, it changed your life and it charged you. You know, we have been offering as a love gift the prayer kit and praying for the third dimension collection. But I, I'd like to take a moment today to give you just a little history about where all of this came from. And I know that when you're looking around the body of Christ in different places, people are, are really, really not understanding the power of this cloth and the sacredness of it. When I was about nine or 10 years old, my, my aunt and my mother used to wrap up in white sheets and they would, they would pray when our family needed a miracle. And as a young child, I would watch the Lord perform unusual miracles when they would go into those times of fasting and praying. And as the years went on, my mother then bought me a white sheet. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And she said, you have to always have something that you can connect with that has nothing to do with your everyday life. But that is the thing that you go and you, you wrap up in that. And that is your connection, your faith connection between you and God. And this is where you, you tell everything around you you know, back up for a minute because I have to go to God because I need a miracle and I need God to do only what God can do. And she bought me mine and I, I wore it for years and I, I ministered with it and I prayed with it. And one day she walked in the house and she said, God told me to go and buy you this. This was more than 30 years ago, people. And it was my first tallit. And she said, I don't know all of what this means, Nita, but I know God told me to give this to you and have you to study it. And for more than 30 years, I have studied everything I could possibly put my hands on concerning this garment. And it is not something that I play with. As a matter of fact, when I received my PhD, I wrote my dissertation on the tallit, what is this? And I believe that the body of Christ really need to understand that God is calling us as a body to come under the tallit and pray. And this is my belief. I read something in a book that will bless you. It said a man had cancer and the doctor gave him a special medicine that he believed was going to cure from cancer. And the man took the medicine and, and he was cured. And the minute the news report came out that this particular cancer medicine, it wasn't effective. The man believed the report and all of his tumors returned. Then the doctor decided to just shoot him with some saline water and he believed it. And when he believed it, his tumors began to disappear. The minute he heard 
that whatever the solution was, it wasn't effective for cancer, all of his tumors came back. What does that mean? There is something that is in the brain that is guided by God that gives you the power to believe when you connect to what is true in your spirit. And when you believe that God is a healer and that God is a deliverer and you connect with someone in faith, I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. You are going to receive an answer from the Lord. That's right. I believe that. And this is why we're offering the prayer kit. In 2017, the Lord gave me an open vision in prayer. And I saw this prayer kit and he told me to put it together. And I did with the anointing oil and a consecration bottle in here for fasting. And I put it together and then he said, sit it aside. And so from 2017 until 2020, when the Lord told me to bring it out, I'm telling you, I have seen miracles that is beyond believable. People that were getting ready to go into the hospital for a, a, a colostomy. And all of a sudden, I sent the prayer kit to them. And now the doctor is saying their bowels are moving by itself. People that have been in comas, that had not opened their eyes and just laying there, we sent the prayer kit to them. And not only uh, is the woman of God, she has her eyes open, but she's now talking and off of the ventilator. Young man almost was murdered, had his throat slit, and the doctor said he wouldn't make it. His mother came by this studio and picked up a prayer kit and took it to the hospital. And that young man walked out of that hospital room alive and well. I'm telling you, people of God, I believe in God. I believe in what he says. And the operators are standing by. I believe the Lord is calling you to connect with the prayer in this room. Do you not know in 2020, for eight months, the Lord wouldn't allow me to leave out of this building. And I slept in this room on the altar right down there with the prayer shawls. And I spoke the word of the Lord. And I read the scripture and I told God, let the prayer shawls be the disciples that go into the homes all over the world. And I'm telling you the miracle testimonies that we have received. And one day, you know, probably on a Friday, I'm going to do testimony day and read a stack of these testimonies that have come through our office. And I'm telling you, God is not finished yet. And he will answer you. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt if you just trust and believe. And so I'm asking you today to do yourself a favor and connect with me in prayer. That's right. I want to connect with you. And as we send this prayer kit to your home, I'm telling you the connection of the intercession in this building, it is going to reach your house. And I've had people to tell me that when they opened up the box, they could feel the presence of the Lord because this is not something that we play with. The operators are standing by. The number is right there on the screen. Pick up the phone now. I'm telling you, it's time for you to stretch your faith. And it's not over. And I'm telling you, I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles. And why? Because you're looking at a miracle. That's right. I am a miracle. And I tell people all the time that prayer doesn't just change things. Prayer changes everything. It will change the situation or it will change you in it. That's right. But it will change. I believe God for you. Operators are standing by. Make that call right now.
All believers want to understand the power, purpose, and protocol of effective prayer. For your love gift of just $33 or more, Dr. Juanita Bynum will rush you a collection titled Praying from the Third Dimension. In it, you will receive her powerful teaching book highlighting these important topics, the pattern our Lord outlined in the temple, how our communication with God can yield results in our lives, and the purpose of prayer and communicating with God. An in-depth workbook will also be included, allowing you to study along with the teachings, answering questions, and taking your understanding to a whole new level. Call right away and we'll also include a Kingdom Navigation Passport. In this compact booklet, you will find every scripture relating to life's most challenging circumstances. To order your Praying from the Third Dimension package, simply go to www.WanitaBynum.com or call 631-886-7444.